Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback stacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? What teams are losing? Franchises ruined. Fans in the stand booing. Welcome to the Stim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric. And I'm always joined my co-host Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis. If this is something that you're interested in, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Or not, the move. All right, Ron. We just had week number nine in the book. Very sad week. Overall, I know your team didn't play, but did you watch any game? I did a little bit. I tried to hang out with my family a little bit, but uh, you know, I snuck in some TV. For sure, uh, mostly the afternoon and late games. Only two games in the afternoon. I think from Sunday, but I got to watch a little bit. Yeah, I Go got to you. watch a lot. I got to watch a lot. But you know, before we get into it, let's talk about the news. Let's talk about Week Nine oh. review, and then let's do Week Ten predictions. So, in the news, I know that we're recording this on Tuesday, Election Day. Maybe too late to vote, but uh, Josh Allen injury is it right? real serious or is he gonna I, I don't know they haven't really released anything about the extent of his injury i would imagine it's nothing too serious and he'll be ready to go whenever they uh play next what about frank Wright getting fired by the court what about uh no shocker there they had um talked about him being on the i guess the hot seat for a minute so mid-season firing um not really a shocker Teams uh, are making uh, with coaches, coordinators. Um, you know, so he got fired. Obviously, the team was struggling. Um, you know, especially to score points offensively, and uh, they cut the court with him. What do you think, though, about this Jet Saturday hot? Because he has no experience, never coached a football. I know he made the Pro Bowl a couple of times, but what's your opinion? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> so he and I had to look this up. He actually coached high school for one year. Oh, good for uh, him. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's just a situation where he's good friends with the owner. Um, he, you know, obviously a, a promo Hall of Famer, you know, from the Colts. Got an opportunity to finish the season. It's eight games left. Um, I don't know what message that sends to the players at all. You know, bringing some guy never coached before in off the streets and I think um, I don't know who he elected there's something about who he elected to call the plays offensively and stuff like that but uh, the head scratcher for sure I think everybody's completely shocked that given that opportunity to, to coach but you know, that's the state of the Colts right now um, I don't know how many coordinators yet you know they've, they've been through the last like couple years and stuff but they have to deal what they're doing well, I don't like this cold organization. So I believe that the Jeff Saturday hire was almost like almost like the owner saying, I just want a friend. So it's almost like you want your best friend and a good friend, coach, but then also want him to have no input on whatever coach. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. This is kind of weird. It's almost like, you no, know, I know that it's crossing to a different territory, but it's almost like the Brooklyn Nets hiring that coach. 
was Ash? Yes. Mm-hmm. He had no experience. Never even Oh, then they're shocked when things don't work out yeah but this is even worse um to me uh you know it's been he's been out of football for a while right he's been on espn for a, a long time and you know i don't know exactly what he does besides espn i know like i said he was a high school football coach but probably has a pot <laughs> probably who doesn't um but you know it's, it's a strange hiring obviously you know everyone talked about it um, I mean, there's got to be other qualified candidates, especially black candidates. Talk about the Rooney Rule and all that stuff. It just doesn't make any sense at all. But you know, it is eight games left. I think it, you know, for him, it's just a term opportunity, interim opportunity. I don't see him as a long-term coach there. I think they're just looking to finish the season. Same way, and, and I and we'll get into it when we reviewed the Patriots. This was a horrendous, horrendous offensive showing by Frank. You know, he quite honestly, he kind of deserved it. I mean, he brought in Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Brought in Matt Ryan. Definitely. Out. Then he was playing injured. Then they sat him. Then they put this guy under. It's just Frank the right. Yeah, I mean, the Ellinger move, now that I'm looking back and thinking of it, it was probably just a... It was a... It was a, a well, first of all, it was a cap. Because I was reading about it, and I was like, oh, if you sit Matt Ryan now because of injury, they don't owe him $17. That's why when I was like, oh, we'll see Matt Ryan. No. He's indefinitely on the bench. Not back. Well, I was more it was more of a desperation move to kind of save the job because obviously Matt was uh, wasn't winning and it's not to say that he's playing great he wasn't playing that well but you know I've, we've talked about this a while um, they just lack a lot of weapons there in the you know in Indianapolis and I think we just all kind of uh, expected them to perform well one of those teams during contention I think we were, the team hyped too much um you know, it's stupid for us to think Matt Ryan be able to fix anything. Yeah, we gave we gave Matt Ryan way too much uh, leverage mm-hmm. uh, to go in there and fix. Okay, the, let's go into week number nine the, because week number nine, Steelers were in a bye week, so we only had two teams that we needed to review. And let's let's start with the Bucks, LA Rams because we actually defer. On the final score, you went twenty to twenty-four, LA Ram. I went twenty-one to thirteen, but winning. And it was a much much lower score. Mm-hmm. Uh, over. Did you watch this game? Because I watched the second half. What? I watched a little bit of the first half, not much of the uh, second half of this game. So you didn't watch the comeback? No, didn't get to see the comeback. Um, I don't know. I'm losing interest a lot in the in in the Bucks. They're just not the same, and I same players. Uh, but for whatever reason, they're just not putting points up at all. You know, it's a team that scored like close to 30 last year. Um, here they are, you know, eking out a win, but with 13, you know, only scoring 13 or 16 points. Um, I mean, Tom Brady threw the ball 58 times. That's 
And I know it wasn't all his fault. They were like dropping passes left, right? I can almost I can almost see Tom Brady like in his brain. He's like these motherfuckers <laughs> just dropping the ball. I mean, literally, it was like hitting the chest, and they were just dropping the ball. Yeah, and you know, he's not. You know, it, last couple of years he hasn't been the same, right? You know, you get him at all. You know, five inches. You know, from the pocket, and all of a sudden, Dak is like shit. So, you know, that's what teams have been able to, do. especially. I, I, we talked about this too. Part of the reason I thought they'd get off to a slow start. That offensive line is taking a lot longer to gel, and he has been a little bit uncomfortable back there. And uh, that's, I think, what we're seeing now. It's no excuse for them uh, to throw 58 times for your leading rusher to be like. Where's Fournette? You know, I think Fournette at one point must have got benched or something. Um, so I, I don't, you know, I don't know what's what's going on there as far as identity and stuff. There's there's definitely um, issues there. Well, I still like the defense. I think the defense is still playing good. I mean, they sacked Stafford four times. It looked like the Rams didn't know what was hitting them. They just weren't ready for the Tampa Bay defense. And even though, I mean, 56 yards is not news that. And I guess they are going to use it. It's just the Rams are a big letdown. And I knew, I knew that when they came into this game, I was like, you know, at the beginning of the year, I think win, but the Rams look so, so bad. They do. They look bad. They aren't the only ones, though. I just talked about the Bucks. Green Bay doesn't look good. Either. The whole N- NFC is just a big question mark outside of, like, Philly and maybe Dallas. Um, just a lot of questions about the NFC. Um, the Rams, I get the sense that Stafford, not from Body not named Cooper Cup. That's the problem too, right? So they went and got Allen Robinson, and they don't, you know, they hardly use him at all. Um, and I don't know if it's play calling, Stafford not having time, not looking at anyone else, but you know that offense has become predictable. I think, um, and teams are just have been able to catch up to them. You got one good receiver that you. You know that we need to cover, and you know it's tough, obviously, to, to cover him. But you know, Stafford's not doing anything special at all this year. No, he's not. All he's doing is getting older. That's mm-hmm. all he's doing is getting older. And you know, for all the offensive genius that McVay was heralded at, I don't think he's an offensive genius. I think that he had a stat that team last year and he did what he was supposed to do. you know this year almost the exact same team but they just not trying mm-hmm. and now there's rumors that OBJ might well not and to why, them yeah not to them that, uh, right. yeah let's let's just move on because we'll talk about the Bucks uh, week 10 uh, week 9 the other team my team the Pain put the smack down on Indy. And I would say that I would pronounce now that cupcake season of the uh, schedule is now. <laughs> now you gotta hunker down because the next games are tough. But this Indy, I mean, the offensive line was terrible. Terrible. I felt bad for that. 
because he did not have three. He did not even have two seconds to throw the ball. He was sacked nine times, nine or eight times by the Patriots. I will say this, that out of this season, the Patriots defense is actually playing pretty damn Can't speak for the offense. Because th those 20 points could have been a lot more. I think there was a there was a play there that they did like five field goals. I yeah. So offensively, um, this is an outside looking in. There's there's some question marks there. Um, Max still not playing like how he last year, um, but I think there's some time to correct that. Hard season. Um, yeah, you've had some cupcake team. Top of that, you've had a, I think a lot of luck recently at least the Patriots have so you you went against the Colts with I don't know, third string back call him that uh no Jonathan Taylor no Jonathan Taylor we the, went up against the Jets no Brees Hall no Brees Hall like a second year back look not good at all um then you put up you know lost to the Bears they put up three points against you um so I mean yeah. we should be six and three right at that Bears game the Bears game is will haunt me for this, and maybe towards the end when they don't make the playoffs because of one game, you can point to that one because they it felt like they weren't trying. This game, however, they were trying, and I think that Mac Jones, even though that offensive line was terrible, Isaiah Wynn's terrible, Cole Strain, they had to bench him again because too many penalties. Um. Even with the offensive line, where like you can see it in Mike's eyes, just running for it. But he didn't turn it over. Because I think that might be like six quarters. So I, I don't know what they took. They basically said, don't go, don't throw any deep passes. Don't, don't turn the ball over. You'll keep your. That's basically what it comes but now he's playing so conservative. It's not even. You almost have to like wish for special team touch, defensive touch, because now the offense. Well, that's the Steelers' issue too. That's you know, that was Mr. Risky's issue too. Conservative um, teams are scared to. Um, they're scared to make mistakes, and that's kind of how they're playing. I don't know how. Patriots are. I don't know how good they need to be at the same time, right? To me, I look at them and say, had ball bounced your way in terms of like who you play. I still go back to the Steelers game. You know, you guys won by three. I think you're about a three better team. Every game should be three points. Yeah, but, you know, two and six. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I look at our teams, and maybe it's true about some other teams too, like. Some other teams in the NFC. Um, it's not as good as football being played outside of like Kansas City, maybe Miami. Um, there's just not a lot of football being played uh, at all. So I don't know how good the teams are. Uh, you're right, the schedule gets tougher. So you get to see exactly the, uh, what the Patriots are. Yeah, and we'll see because I think I saw a stat that this year the point her game are down by like 20. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, you know, it makes sense if you're going to play defense and kind of figure out what everyone's doing. But 
it's just wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think the total point per game went down. I don't think it was like two or three points. But that's a lot. You know, that's a lot when you think about you know, you know, that's basically every game scoring last even your most the offense has been good this year for most of uh, most of the teams. Uh we get upset special. You went Green Bay uh, at Detroit and you actually hit this one. Detroit beat Green Bay, so what happened what happened to Green Bay? I just they're just fading. Uh <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you would call it that. Uh, I think it's a matter of probably just looking old. Um, he made a lot of mistakes, a lot of red receptions. That this is a game that I think I watched a lot of, uh, and I was just rooting for like, the whole time. I thought they were uh, at the end because it just seemed like they just kept getting red zone. You just couldn't you know, turn the ball over. Uh, got there, so Green uh, Bay's not good. Like I said, I, you know, they're not a good team. Uh, either. So you know, it's not surprising. Detroit's gonna be a team that's for the most part of some talent still got some hope but they play hard coach so they're going to be a tough out I think those teams um, and I just thought even though they typically probably typically own Detroit I just thought that this was a tough matchup for them and I you know it's just a little bit of intuition I think um, but yeah base I mean are they done at this point do you think they're done um, I don't know I don't know because that division Minnesota has it, but then everyone else is just so bad. Other than the uh, NFC East, everyone else is so bad. And who, who was favoring this game, Detroit or Green Bay? Green Bay. That was my upset special, so Green Bay was, was favored, um, let's see, by three and a half. Well, three and a half as of when we recorded, so that was Tuesday. I don't know if that went up or down or what, what the case might be, but they obviously were the favorite. Um, that's why it was uh, my upset, but you know they're sitting at three and six, and you know I don't think their problems are too big to turn around. Uh, you know, you know, for them to right the ship and correct, you know, their issues to get into the playoffs. I, I know, you know, just looking at the NFC, uh, NFC East, you can have two teams, maybe even three if it's possible that get in um i don't know what's going to happen in the west south is a hot mess everyone's under 500 but you know green bay at three six i just don't see them you know riding the ship and getting in well if i look at who's in right now so if i look at the stand philadelphia's in minnesota's in seahawks are in. buccaneers are in cowboys are in giants are in and 49 so mm-hmm. I think it's seven. I think so. Everyone else is out, and Green Bay is twelve. So there's four teams ahead of Green Bay, and the four teams are Falcons, the Commanders, the Rams, and the Saints. So I mean, it's not like teams are powerhouse, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. But I just think with just looking at how they played all season, I don't know if it's you can expect them to turn things around. Um, just like I don't expect Tampa all of a sudden, though I think they'll be a bit better. I don't see them scoring 17 points a week, all of a sudden going back to scoring 20, 29, 30 points a week like they did last season. That's just not going to happen. 
And this, the Saints and the Rams have the same record as the Packers. Right? They're ahead. And they're only ahead because they have more wins than the Packers. So, and the only, and Falcons and the Commanders have 40 four wins. So they can still sneak in there. Maybe a seventh or sixth. I'm not, Rodgers, I'm not going to count him out. Because I think that they can still, you know, maybe on the road, play up the road. Mm-hmm. You know, I suppose as, let's say, the Patriots, who are in eighth place right now, only one game behind, you know, talking about Kansas City, the Ravens, you know, they all, all have six wins. They're more likely to jump on. Man. Well, we'll see because their schedule is a lot tougher than tougher. some of these teams, too. So. But, I so mean. We got Buffalo, we got the Vikings, I think, after your bike. No, we have, we have the Vikings for Thanksgiving. The bye week, we actually have the Jets. And I looked into it, and the Jets also have a bye. So it's going to be interesting because basically both teams have 14. This will be. Uh, I want to talk about my upset special, but I'm so embarrassed by. It. Yeah. I mean, Carolina at Cincinnati. I thought that Carolina was gonna give it to Cincinnati, and I was wrong. I was dead wrong. I was what? Mixon had five touchdowns. Yeah. That was over quickly. So they put in Baker Mason. Yeah. He throws a couple of touchdowns, and then. The following Monday, like, oh no, he's not gonna. Yeah, they go right back to. Uh, Which? <laughs> How does that make sense? I mean, do you think you know win any games at Baker Mayfield at this point? I think you've seen enough of it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he does whatever he wants. I think, I think that's why they don't like him. I, I don't know. I can't tell why his bridges are all burned. I can't, can't, I can't, because he's obviously a good player. Obviously, put a touch right back in the bank. Tell you something, football. I think it's forty percent, forty percent about the player, right? If you put Joe Montana, Matt Canada system, he would be out the league, <laughs> right? I think I don't think we emphasize enough how important it is to have good coaching, quality coaching, and play call. Carolina team has uh, offensively, just like the Colts, it wouldn't matter who went to that, they wouldn't succeed. Uh, so that's so important. And for them, they're hitting restart button once again. They'll probably be looking for a quarterback next year. They will be, um, and they're just going to be hitting the restart button. Yeah, but anyway, Cincinnati rumped Carolina. Needless to say, I'm not going to pick. Ever again for the rest of them. Alright, let's go into week number 10. Because with number 10, we have Pittsburgh back in action. Back. Against the New Orleans Saints. The over and under is 41 and a half. Uh, New Orleans, uh, actually, New Orleans is favored by 20 and a half. Wow. So, Ron, what was your final score? So, TJ Watt looks like he's going to be back. Um, got another player coming off uh, our safety coming off uh, or a defensive back coming off IR so defense is going to look good offensively Matt Canada Matt Canada is still there 
Uh, I listened to Thomas' press conference today. He talked a little bit about talk the same stuff he talks about all the time about just playing better. Um, talked actually about more potentially earning the starting role over Najee Harris, believe it or not. Um, so he's shutting down Najee? Not shutting him down. It's just that when he's played, he looked, he's looked better. Najee's been hurt, uh, but he's playing. And he admitted to that. Tom talked about that. You know, Tom talked about Najee playing. You know, he's hurt. Um, Orange just better. So we'll see the, what it looks like in terms of uh, uh, just snap counts and stuff like that. But offensively, I don't think, I, I, I'm not expecting anything different. Um, now you don't have Claypool there, so uh, I'm expecting the uh, Saints to win. I don't care who the quarterback is, if it's uh, Dalton, Dalton, or Hill. Davis, uh, well, Hill is kind of like him. If, if Hill's playing, I think in that game because we can stop him. But if Jameis or Dalton playing, maybe not. And then, again, offensively, I, I don't think we're going to do enough. So. Anyway, long story short, I got Pittsburgh Steelers losing 17-14. to 14. Yeah, I mean, I looked at this game, and I was like... And then last night, I watched the Saints against Baltimore, and I was like, you know, the defense, the, the New, New Orleans Saints defense, okay? Uh, their offense with Dalton, you know, it can be hit or miss. And I think Hill was like in there for maybe a couple of plays and he was kind of a gimmicky short short route yardage you know i mean overall let me just say that i, I did think the win because i just don't trust the offense for Pittsburgh. um but it is at home and those two and a half could go down to one yeah by sunday probably by Sunday probably would be like so I think they're pretty similar but you know I think I've I seen enough and I picked them against Miami and they let me down even though that game was winnable it was a very winnable game but and they fucked it up so I did pick uh, the Saints to win you want anything to add on this? no uh, I've been fooled enough this is the, uh, you know, it, had it been three weeks ago, I look at this game and say, yeah, Pittsburgh's this game. But no, I've seen enough of Matt Canada and the offense issues uh, and Tomlin's refusal to make any uh, meaningful changes uh, there. So this is, uh, this. I think what we've seen is what we're going to get the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, and you actually, when I look back, you actually picked up win. Over the same when we did our team rocks review, right. mm-hmm. I picked them as a lo- as a as a loss, and I'm actually gonna stick to that. Wow, even though we do, but all right. So we we got this one. So the NFL is going to Germany for this game. It's a 9:30 game. See, I have a love hate these <laughs> because yeah. you know, you know me. I love international football. I refuse to call it yes. I like international football. I'm a Man United fan. Sometimes, like example, this week they beat no. I think this week it will be. 
and enter. So, and now I have to flip Uh, but the Bucks are no Seattle's favored by two. No, no Bucks are favored. Bucks are favored. Hmm? Forty-four and a half. Who did you pick? Uh, I'm here. So I got Seattle winning twenty-four twenty. Um, you know, at this point, you've like, seen enough Geno Smith. I've seen enough Geno Smith and Kenneth Walker to understand that they are going to be good. From here on out, um, and as far as the Bucks, I've seen enough Tom Brady, and I, I don't know what they're doing for net, um, but I think it's it's going to continue to be a struggle for them to score points, and I got them getting getting twenty points, but that's a stretch to be honest. With you. Even against the Seattle, it's not really that spectacular. Yeah, I'm going the other way. I'm going with the final score, seventeen to fourteen. But I'm riding. The divorce, brand new divorce, Brady. I think that uh, now he's just getting on his way. He doesn't know what to do. He's got a, you know, a bachelor pad now. He doesn't have a nagging spouse telling him, "Listen, put the laptop down. Put the laptop down. Stop <laughs> talking about football all the time." I think he got his freedom back. There's, I actually have no proof whatsoever, but. I think that he's going to let it loose. I know they got the problem with the line. I know Cornette is not performing. I think he's going to have a talk with the wide receivers. The Zoom problem. Probably take a different day. <laughs> uh, so um, he's going to be like, listen, guys, stop dropping the damn ball. I cannot throw you the ball to your chest if you drop the ball. So I think that this is, is going to launch the new Brady. That's why I'm going 17 to point. I think that the Bucks are gonna make a comeback again. I think they fall behind. That's why I'm picking them to win this game. Okay. Uh, the upset special for Week 10. You have Vikings at Bills. It's a 45 and a half over and under. Uh, five and a half points laying down. What's your final? In Buffalo. Too, In Buffalo. Uh, and they're getting a new stadium, right? Yeah. I yeah, saw the Rangers. Apparently. Listen, this will be a tough game for the Vikings for sure. They're playing well, but they got to travel to Buffalo. It's a tough place to play. Um, but I think, you know, I think they can pull it. Um, you got the Cook Brothers playing against each other. That's a thing to watch. Cousins playing good. Jefferson's playing. But I think two fairly team Buffalo for the life of them. They won't the ball besides Allen. Um, they, they just acquired a running back. Did they? No. I the, think that was a trade. Yeah, does it matter? It doesn't matter who they get. Uh, they're not running the ball. Maybe now with uh, Josh Allen slightly gimpy. Who knows? But yeah, I, see, I see Vikings uh, pulling out an upset here. This was in all the spreads. This was the one I felt the most comfortable uh, with. Uh, I went with the NFC West showdown. Chargers against 49ers. I think. Uh, it's at home. 49ers at home. Santa Monica. Santa 45, 46 and a half. 7 points. Uh, they're laying down. I think the Chargers win this one 24 
one. I think beating Atlanta last week, last second kick, it just showed Herbert. You can do so much more. Come on. It's about time. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to make excuses for him. He is playing hurt, though. I just want to say that. He is playing hurt, but... And I don't think they had any of their receivers, right? Uh, Keenan Allen play. The other receivers, none of them play. So. That's why he has to do it by himself. Right. Yeah, you got to step up. You right? got to step up. I think, didn't you pick MVP? I did. He needs to step yeah. up and show that yeah. he wants to be MVP. Because mm-hmm. now, I feel like Josh Allen is running away with it. Who's who would be the other MVP? Well, let's wait to talk about to our awards, right? Yes. Let's let's go in. So let's look at our awards at the beginning of the year because we were actually. Uh, let me see. Uh, oops, sorry, not that. Where are here? Award. Okay, so let's start with the number one uh, MVP. You picked Justin Herbert. I went with Pat Mahomes. Uh, are you sticking with your pick? Yeah, no, not at all. I don't think he's going to win it, but I don't think uh, Josh Allen is going to win it either unless they really start winning a lot of games. I'm going with a team that's undefeated right now, Jalen Hurts. Uh, I don't know. I, I have these predictions um, up, and I think... Jalen Hurts was like ranked third at this point. Uh, Mahomes may have been the first option, but uh, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts, especially if that team to win. It's going to be hard not to win the MVP. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Patrick there. I think Patrick, if they have a better record, the FC, and they get the number one seed, I think he wins it out. Uh, Coach of the year, you picked up, I picked sticking with no, no. Jacksonville, disappointment. It's going to be um, the Eagles coach for sure. Uh, the Eagles coach is Siriano. Uh, Siriano? Uh, I think so. Let me see who it is. I should know that. Eagles coach. Yeah, Nick Siriani. Siriani. Uh, Brandon Staley is not not my pick for coaching. Nope, nope. You are not winning how I thought you would. Uh, I'm actually gonna withdraw Staley and you know go with the Giants. That's actually pretty decent. Brian Daywell. I think that he's actually turned this team around. They're gonna get a ton of press gonna get their own narrative they're gonna get oh god i just even you know our friend chris friend of the pot married last week i was surrounded by a bunch of giants fans and they couldn't stop yapping about how they you know what they talked about joe judge the same way poor judge but they talked about him the same way like oh you know he has a team they're gonna they can run through a wall blah 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 but I actually think Brian Debo is actually decent. Yeah, I think he's I think he's a good coach, uh, and I think it'll be in the conversation at the end of the year if they continue to win. Defensive Player of the Year. 
You picked Darvin James. I picked Miles Garrett. What do you think? Darvin James? Darwin, no. I don't think it's going to be him. I just don't know who it's going to be, to be quite honest. And uh, something I had looked at had uh, had the uh, the Dallas guy winning defensive player here. I don't understand how. Carson? Yeah. Like, Parsons not number one in any. Not sack, sack. I, I don't get it. Uh, but um, I'm going to go if Matthew Judon continues to do what he's doing. He's up to what, 11 sacks right now, I believe. He's to 20 sacks by the end of the season. He's going to win defensive player. So you can't get it to Matthew Judon? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my pick, too. Uh, and these games are going to determine whether or not he gets, he gets the uh, award. Uh, he doesn't fade like he did last year. I'm going with Judon. You're going with Judon. So let's see if he can represent. Uh, offensive player of the year. You pick Tyreek Hill. I pick John Allen. Are you staying with the same pick? Yeah, no doubt in my mind, Tyreek Hill. At this point, he's probably he's on pace for sure to break the receiving yards uh, record. I'll be one more game uh, than Calvin Johnson played, but he's still going to break the record. He's going to break, um, you know, doubt pacing what uh, Cooper Cup did last year too. So, the guys, have like 140, 150 a game or something crazy like that. So, yeah, I think that's a good good. I'm going to stick with the same pick, Josh Allen. I think that if this injury is just a, you know, just a fluke injury, he continues to put up numbers. I mean, he's the top rusher on that team. Hmm? So being the top rusher, the top passer, I think that he's going to bring home. Rookie of the year. This is the last because you pick Kenny Pickett. Are you sticking with Kenny Pickett? And I still got a lot of football left. Um, I thought the reason I picked Kenny Pickett because when he's a quarterback, I thought he was the first quarterback to play uh, a meaningful snap, and he has been. Um, now he's not playing that well, so hopefully he can turn things around. Uh, outside of him, I mean, the only guys doing anything is a lot of it. Um, Kenneth Walker is now starting to play well. Dean Pierce is playing well. Um, you know, those two are back. So, I'm not going to change. I'm going to stick to Kenny Pickett. I think, you know, the team's not going to win, but grow and be a uh, better uh, decision maker for the rest of the season. It's been, been pretty efficient. Just got to keep that up. Um, just, you know, the turnovers, and I think he'll still have a chance to win for the year. I'm going to uh, Chris Chris Olave, I want to keep him. I want to keep him. I was going to change it to Kenneth Walker but, or even Brees Hall, but yeah, Brees Hall is done. So mm-hmm. I'm going to keep Chris Olave. I'm going to see what kind of performance he puts in Pittsburgh because sometimes they don't use him until like the very You have a superstar in your team. You better use him. I know Kamara is there. Come on. Use Chris Olave here from time to time. 
So basically, you're making three changes. Oh, wait, no. The comeback play of the year, you had Jermaine's Winston. Jameis. Jameis Winston. You gonna stick with Jameis? No. So he hasn't even been playing. He played at the beginning of the season, got benched. Um, not I don't think about this award because I was looking up. Um, I would have thought wouldn't be eligible. Like Saquon listed as a being eligible for comeback player. Yeah, I, yeah, I, don't, I think if you had an injury where you didn't put here, that makes so in there to me going to be the comeback player comeback of the year. Comeback player of the year? Yeah. I don't agree with that. Like, to me, to miss, like, a decent portion. But, wrong with how I'm looking at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to stick with the, uh, Derrick Henry. Hmm. I think that eventually, I think that they will win that division, and it'll be because of him. They should have won that, um, Sunday night game. But, you know, Mahomes came back at the very end, but yeah, I like uh, I like what I saw about from uh, the King. All right, so those are our mid-season award changes. Um, anything else that you want to add? No, it's been a bit of a surprising season for sure. How some of these awards are going? Obviously, I was heavy uh, uh, charge thought they'd have a decent season but I'm, I stand corrected um, but yeah there's a lot of football left so you know player teams can start to turn things uh, around yeah I, I I like I like how this season is shipping out to be because the teams that are big letdowns I think that personally uh, but you know it's it's, add, it's added some drama because Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, who would have known those? They take the LA Rams. Did you just won the Super Bowl? Now you're like three. Russell Wilson in Denver, three Our, and five. They're eight, two and six, and they had a tough schedule. Probably had the toughest schedule, but two and six did not see that coming. I mean, what I think I saw something where they blown. They've had 17 I don't know if that's coaching or the players or what, but I mean, last year they had an intern coach in that event. Right. So week number 11 coming up. I hope you all enjoy like we do. Ron, what do you say to the crew? Um, let's go Steelers. Back in action this week. Let's try to get them. You know, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, Good luck to all your teams. I know we all can't, but uh, thanks for all the support. And with that, I say peace. Peace. Hey, guys. Thanks again for watching. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe. Any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, Shut Your Mouth Podcast at gmail.com that's shut ym podcast at gmail.com you can also hit us on twitter or on instagram at sym podcast thanks again sam podcast
show.